The Lower Herbert Water Quality Program aims to improve the quality of water flowing from the Herbert River catchment to the Great Barrier Reef Lagoon, while improving productivity and profitability of the Herbert sugar industry at the same time. A total of $16.2 million has been allocated to the program under the Reef Trust Partnership, a partnership between the Australian Government and the Great Barrier Reef Foundation. Approximately $13.5 million is currently allocated to six on-ground projects, which are being delivered by various delivery partners in the Herbert River catchment. In this Meet the Growers podcast series, you'll hear from growers in the Herbert region, their involvement in the Lower Herbert Water Quality Program, and how they manage practice changes on their farm for a more sustainable and profitable future. My name is Robert Lyon. I'm a fourth generation hay grower in the Herbert River District. Family came here in 1886 and um, I've been in this district my whole life except for a few excursions overseas. I um, went to agricultural college where I left and became a motor mechanic. After I finished my trade, came home and operated the family cane harvesting business for 38 years. In that time of being in the harvesting side, I was local harvesting association president and got to be state and federal president, in which time I had the opportunity to be a guest of John Deere America to evaluate their new cane harvester. And in 2004, I was part of a trade delegation to Chile, Brazil with the Queensland government. And there I took some time out to see more of the Brazilian industry. I was also a member of the industry oversight group in the deregulation of the Queensland sugar industry. So I've had a very fortunate look at the Australian industry up and down the coast and industry overseas. G'day, Robert. Thanks for your time. What would you say is the most rewarding thing of being a cane grower or being in the industry? Well, for myself, being in the sugar industry, trying to get our production up to a steady level, We've seen lots of changes in our sugar industry as from going from burnt cane to green cane. The innovation that was involved in that in the early stages, the major manufacturers of harvesters would come and see what we've changed on our harvesters. And if it was still there in 12 months, they'd come back and put it into their new models, some of the stuff. This is what innovation happens in the Queensland sugar industry by many harvest operator growers. These are the things that makes our, at that stage, our industry here the leader. We can't take the foot off the pedal now because other countries are taking that technology and bettering it. It makes the challenge for us to be viable. We don't have the cheap labour that they have. That was one of the biggest things I saw this industry go from burnt cane to green cane. So you talk about changes in the industry. What about challenges that you've personally faced or are facing even to this day? My challenges today are to remain financially viable. We're 98% exporter of sugar. We compete on the world market and the world market has much cheaper labour conditions than what we do in Australia. Our costs have gone through the roof in the last two years in fertiliser and chemicals and just general running of the properties. These are the biggest challenges and some of the government rules and regulations putting so much paperwork on the industry. People are starting to get a little bit fed up with what's happening and, and now we have uh, to sell our sugar overseas. We um, have to uh, get some credits up uh, by BMP to have sustainable sugar. So I think that's because people over there are using our credits 
so they can offset them. But some companies are requiring BMP accredited sugar. What do you think it's going to take for the examples you've given, like you know how things work overseas in the sugar industry, for it to be turned around here? What needs to change from, I guess, a government point of view with all the red tape and you know what you've got to get around here? Well, the government's got to realise that people out here on the land are doing it tough, and we don't have the labour that we could have before. The cost of machinery's gone through the roof. Nothing's being built in Australia, everything's imported, the Australian dollar changes what's happening. So every day, not only cane goes, every primary industries in this country face the challenge of trying to replace equipment, bring children back to the farm to work. That in its own is a challenge for us. So let's talk about the Lower Herbert Water Quality Program. What made you become involved in the program and how did you hear about it? I was initially involved doing runoff work, rain simulations years ago to see what the industry was doing when we got uh, fertiliser spread on top or liquid fertiliser put on under the surface on top, fertiliser dropped on top or subsurface. And we did a lot of simulation on that with government departments and industry. And I was involved in that. And from that day, because the industry's always been told, oh, this is running off and killing the reef. It's killing the reef here. It's killing the reef there. But we couldn't replicate it. It was challenged by everybody to say, hey, we don't believe that's happening. Our industry predominantly has been reactive, not proactive. And that's why I become, I want to become proactive. I don't want to keep throwing the mud off and keep the stain. I want to be out there showing the rest of the world and our country what we as an industry are doing to monitor and improve if anything's there. So, Robert, can you... Tell us a bit about the project that you've been involved in or what delivery provider you're working with at the moment. At present, I'm working with Tropwater and James Cook University, where they're based out of, and we have um, monitors in the creek in front of my house at Abergawry and one in a well at the top of Herbert Vale up Abergawry Way. And it measures nutrient levels, whether they rise and fall, and when they do with uh, rain data, Gauges to show if there's a rainfall, if they're getting ink washed off paddocks into the streams. And they're set out throughout the district out of pristine rainforest country, throughout different topography of uh, farming, cane farm, cattle country. And it gives us an idea of what or why, is it, if anything, is entering our waterways. And that's why we have to do it ourselves. And I'd like to have that also benchmarked against cities. How would you say the program's helped you with your farming practices? It's made us as an industry very aware of placements of fertiliser, of where and how we apply it, when we apply it. And it's got rid of some of the myths of what can and can't happen that's been thrown out of us over the years, like different placements of millicoprids and chemicals like that, uh, where fertiliser is placed and how it's placed, and it's an education program on both sides, both farming and institutions. Now, all good things like the Lower Herbert Water Quality Program have an end date, but what would, in your opinion, be the most beneficial next investment for our region if other funding was available to growers? I believe we have to keep continuing the water monitoring program so that we can offset anybody says what industry is or what is not doing. We have to also get out and promote what 
both government projects like this is doing and what we farmers are doing. And I think the best way we can do that is put logos on the back of transport companies' trucks that run through the interstate through Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne to show what Queensland government and its primary industries, cane growers, are doing to make a sustainable environment. And what grower advice would you have to others in the industry that um, should consider something like the Lower Herbert Water Quality Program? Well, like I say, a lot of growers are very sceptical. Most of our river systems here, when we have a flood event, is an outflow of the river, so it runs back through our cane farms, and cane is a very good filter of sediment. Don't be frightened to become involved and have your input. Let's put the right input in our perspective so that we have stand up and speak for ourselves. Robert, thanks for your time. Not a problem, anytime. Listen to more podcasts like this one at herbertrivercanegrowers.com.au and learn about other topics of interest to Herbert Growers.